seriously do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Hello, and welcome to Let's Place, the podcast where we objectively rank every video game ever made. I'm your host, Luke, and I am joined as always by my co-host, Crystal. Yegshamash. And Chelsea. That's me. And we've got two guests with us here uh, this week. We've got uh, a first-timer. we got Dan. Hi. And we've got a prodigal son returning to us. We've got Graham. Hello, I've returned from podcast exile. Uh, this is my triumphant re-entry upon the stage, by which I mean then I will go away for another two years. But here I am. Right, one of the very first... You were on the first episode of this show. You ditched us around episode 30, and well, now you're back. Well, ditched made it sound like I was a constant presence up until that point, and then I, you know, left the, left fair. the band or something. But uh, yeah, I, I swore off all podcasting for it for a time. To be fair, episodes one through thirty all got recorded in the span of about a week. It was you so. were going hard there for for a little. Yeah, bit. I was in a oh, weird place oh, yeah. in my life, and uh, recording this dipshit podcast <laughs> was a good way to ignore all the problems that were <laughs> continuing to compound every time I looked away. Oh yeah, I remember hearing all of you go a little bit loopy. Yeah. 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 There have been some loops on the show? There sure have been. Speaking of loops, I kind of want to start off with one. <laughs> all right. Because <laughs> here's the... Okay, I've got five games picked out. We'll get to those. Whatever. I don't care anymore. Because I discovered something the other day that I feel like needs some inspection. Okay. And I need your help to do it. I was just curious the other day, and I wondered, huh, how many people have made parodies of Come On Eileen called (laughs) COVID-19? Oh, no. The answer is it is a bottomless pit. Oh. Oh, this is the first I've heard of it, and I'm not surprised. not ranking these. I want to rank a couple of these to see who wrote the best COVID-19 Come On Eileen parody. There's not a best one. They're all bad. Well, well, sure, but there's a least worst. Exactly. (laughs) I need the objective, evaluative, you know, apparatus of Let's Place to dig into this bizarre cultural moment with me. I'm up for this. This is a good warm-up exercise. Yeah, yeah. Someone someone has to look at the COVID-19 issue with a scientific eye. It might as well be us. Now, Chelsea, I am sorry in advance because you're going to have to drop the audio of these into the episode <laughs> for anyone to follow along with it. Yeah, well, sure. I'll like... see if I can. <laughs> if not, I can take care of that YouTube part. doesn't really like it when I try to take audio from it. Yeah, I, I, I can do it if, you, if it's giving you guff. Okay. Yeah. All right, I have not listened to any of these yet, so mm. I'm just going to post a link in here, and we're all just going to take a moment, listen, and uh, discuss it. All right. This first one's called, just COVID-19, parentheses, come on Eileen. Uh, The description here says, I had a choir rehearsal canceled today because of the coronavirus. So I made this song instead. Thank you to all of you who have been subscribing. Subscribe for more songs coming your way. Uh, Just to be clear, the video here, he's just sitting at a piano and has lots of toilet paper. Because I think this is from a time when toilet paper got scarce. from March, so very (laughs) early on in the... Uh, Google would like me to get the latest news from COVID-19 at the bottom of this, but I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going to listen to this man's song. Here we go. It's primarily about toilet paper. You can't deal with and the threat that you might be erased. Happy 
I don't I don't think he's performing this very well. No, I would agree. He's very soft-spoken, and Colin Eileen is not a soft-spoken song. But he's like, he's fucking up the piano notes to fit with his, like, yeah. not enunciating also, it properly. he said the word shit out loud, but in the lyrics that he's posting on the screen, he censored the word shit. Okay, I think we've seen enough of this one. Yeah, I, I kind of want to get through the first a, chorus, a and then we can one. stop, I think. Yeah. This is going to jack up my YouTube recommendations so badly. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay, I think well, that's enough of that one. Yeah, I would say not very good. Well, you know, that that's what erasing it out of your uh, history is for. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on. Let me get you the link to the next one so that we can compare it against something. <laughs> this one is called COVID-19 parentheses come on Eileen parody by Tipsy and Tone Deaf. So this is like a band. So they should be better, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They've got I mean, like a fun logo. They have a mark, like a, not margarita glass, uh, fucking... Oh my god, what's the uh, name of that cocktail martini, with the olives? Martini. Holy shit. Martini glass. Martini glass, thank you. Anyway, that's in their logo. They got a music note. Let's let's check this out. Let's hear it. There's oh, a lot boy. of really aggravating dancing going on already. I mean, he's got the right energy. Yeah, he's in like a bathrobe and a violin, and he's sort of skipping back and forth in his backyard. Oh. I gotta say, musically, better than the last one so far. Musically better, but I don't know that I care for the visual component here. Yeah. Little... Yeah. We're doing a little skit. Having some fun. Yeah. Oh, first lyric of the song is Trump. Oh, there's a photo of Trump. Okay. I gotta, I gotta get to the Why chorus. Why are we doing this? Let's <laughs> get this one. All right, lyrics not very good, I think, so far. What but, I really yeah. love about both of these videos that the comments love it. Yeah. You win the internet, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. That's because he was, like, I one of the first people to do it. I would say this is not a very good parody, but it is performed well. Yeah, no, it's definitely better than the previous one, if only because they, uh, they match the... They, they do their best to match the, uh, the energy of the original. Yeah. Okay, all right. So. Although I would have to go back and listen to Come On Eileen. I want... Are they actually playing the music or are they just doing this over a karaoke track? It sounds it feels like, like they're like karaoke. doing karaoke, yeah. 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 At least the first guy was actually playing the piano. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking... That, he is Credit not really playing too. that violin. All right, I think that's enough of that one. Uh, what do we think? Uh, Chelsea, which video did you like better? The First Man. All right, your, your vote is for the first one, Crystal. I think uh, despite the performance issues of the first man, his problems are a little bit more relatable. These okay. people just seem just really super bougie. They're like, oh, what <laughs> happened to my 401k? Oh, uh -huh. I'm getting oh, fat get in quarantine. Far. Oh, no. All right, so you're also voting for the first one? That's right. Graham, how about you? Uh, I I gotta go with that first gentleman. Uh, I mean, I don't. It's All under right. duress, but it it has to go to him. Yeah. Dan, how about you? Um, I don't know. I kind of uh, I kind of have to go for the second one, honestly. Okay, so that's one vote for the second one, but uh, the first one is gonna win out here. I'm gonna say, uh, let me make this a list of COVID nineteen themed parodies of Come On Eileen. Here we go. And uh, this first one, what was the title of it? 
which is number one so far. Just a nice, simple title. It's just like COVID-19 parentheses, come on, Eileen. Here we go, and I'll get a link in there to it. Let me get this set up. <laughs> Chelsea, I'm sorry I've done this to you. It's fine. In my defense, it's funny. Is it? <laughs> it is pretty fucking funny, dude. That is... I'm enjoying it. It's a good warm-up. Yeah, I like me. it. A... I love this topical yeah. humor. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. about time Let's Place got topical. Let's Place, not a, not a show that's afraid to deal with the issues of the day. Exactly, exactly. Thank you. Uh, so then number two is, God, it is impossible. I'm just trying to hit spacebar to scroll down, and YouTube's video player refuses to give up control of my keyboard. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. All right, here we go. Yo, COVID-19, come on, Eileen, parody from Tipsy and Tone Deaf. They're going into the number two slot. This will go faster once, because now I only have oh, to hey. add one at a time each time. Oh, hey, uh, there's a uh, there's a Kokomo parody song in the uh, sidebar, My Corona. Yeah. I feel like that's going to have to be a different day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do a couple more of these. Uh, <laughs> we got to get like five in here, you know, probably. We got to get three. <laughs> Come on, it's gonna go faster from now on. Okay, whatever. All right, this one is titled, uh, let's see here, COVID-19, the Taylors, comma, come on, comma, Eileen, uh, hyphen parody, <laughs> hashtag living rooms got talent. God, that's a lot of, it's quite a title. They are claiming they've got talent, so I feel like they better be bringing it. Let's see here. Okay. Pretty good, like, vocals. Yeah. They're good singers. They're basic okay, musical yeah. This is way too big of a group for quarantine. Yes. <laughs> I guess if they all live in the same house. I must assume they're a family. Yeah, yeah. that's what it looks yeah. like. I like the lady on the left who wants nothing to do with this she and is just kind of doing her own thing. What is she doing? She's knitting a TV blanket. Oh, I see. Braiding toilet like, paper. Hand oh, is that knitting, yeah, that is hand knitting oh, with toilet paper. Silk ribbon or something, but you're right, it's toilet paper. You know, they're getting everybody involved. I I kind of like this one. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say yeah. this is probably the best one so far. He's easily yeah. the best one so far, I think. Got some, yeah. You know, they're really digging into the fact that COVID-19 <laughs> rhymes with quarantine. Oh, COVID-19, you're so mean. <laughs> yeah, that mean virus. Think about this family sitting around practicing these lyrics in advance. Or do you think they have cue cards set up? I think they probably practiced. Like... Yeah. And you know what? I I'm stopping after the first chorus. It doesn't go on much longer than that, though. They didn't try I to make an entire song. They got, they got in, they got out. Them and first the first gentleman clearly are doing like we're gonna do verse chorus and like a bit of the bridge and then that's it we're not gonna do yeah. multiple yeah 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 those the middle folks seemed like they were uh ambitious yes right yeah that's a good <laughs> yes uh yeah let's see here dan do you think that was better or worse than the piano guy uh i'm putting this at the top of my list yeah uh, uh graham uh better than piano guy yes okay chelsea the taylors all right and crystal this one's the best one, easily. <laughs> yeah, I completely mm -hmm. agree. It's going in at number one. Let me, uh... <laughs> boy, fucking all this up. Fucking everything up right now. 
A lot of spreadsheet fun on this podcast. Uh, let me see. This That's what a... everyone loves, spreadsheets. Yeah, well, I think ideally that this is all getting cut out, right? You wanted this. You're not going to cut it out because you want to <laughs> humiliate me because I'm doing this to you. Um, well, you know, the hot new new uh, strategy game right now, Crusader Kings 3, I understand you can yeah. get a lot of spreadsheet action going in, in that thing. And that is true, uh, yeah, like sure. hotcakes, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we're on to number four. Let's take a look here. I want to be clear. We can basically replace the whole show with just this. There's so fucking many of these. How did you select these five? Uh, these are just the first ones coming okay. up when you search right. for COVID-19 Come on Eileen. Well, the thing is, all of these so far have been from March, and they sort of uh, exemplify a particular era, a lot of TP jokes. Toilet paper. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. see a little later era ones. Well, this one's actually earlier. It's from late February. Oh. Oh, oh the okay. Attitude Era. Really, <laughs> <laughs> really uh, getting right, in so early on that. Here's the link to this one. This one is a uh, couple make hilarious COVID-19 parody of Come On Island. Um, oh, this well, one's funny. Oh, a bold no. claim. Yeah. They're, they're really putting themselves out there. Uh, let's see here. Oh, they are not singing oh, this, in sync I think at all. this is the, like, oh, the, uh, the YouTube account made it look like this might have been, like, a reposting. It does seem that way. Yeah, way maybe. Is. This is apparently from, uh, Singapore. Yeah. She's got a good voice. Yeah. Yeah. I like this one. This is, this is not bad. Yeah, she has a good voice, so, you know. Wow, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's got some pipes. Uh, he's not bad, too, either, now that he gets into it. People really got to come up with a better lyric than COVID-19, this virus is so mean. Yeah. All right, yeah, all right, that's, I, I, I got through it. I, they're pretty good singers, yeah, is the thing. Yeah. 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 They're not yeah. bad. All right, uh, Crystal, how does that compare to the piano guy? Uh, better. Okay, Chelsea? Better. Graham? Better. And Dan? We're all in. <laughs> all right, it's moving up. Uh, Dan, how do you think it compares to the family with the guitars? I think it edges it out, yeah. All right, Graham? I think second to the family for me. Okay, so that's one vote each way, Chelsea. I'm also putting these right under the fa the the Taylors. Okay, and Crystal. I think this couple has better pipes, but I'm gonna give it to the Taylors because they're playing their own music. Ah, I think that's reasonable. All right, so in that yeah. case, this is getting put in at number two, directly below the Taylors, directly above the piano guy. <laughs> Suck science. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think it should probably count for a bit more because this was earlier than those other ones. That is true. They got it on the ground floor. All right. We've got one last one to check out. Let me grab this link. This one is called COVID-19-ComeOnEileen-Music Parody. Right off the bat, some strong directorial choices. Biohazard signs like erupting oh, oh. out of Donald Trump. What, what's up with the window? What, what's she doing? 
Why is she freaking out about the window? She's got to clean it. It's not the part you yeah, need to clean. Yeah, but she made like really. a crazy face. Don't clean the outside yeah. of the window, too. That's this lady yeah, got that's some video editing scene. software, and goddammit, she's going to use it. <laughs> the, the mask on the mic is kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give her some points because she's doing quarantine instead of COVID-19 for the beginning part here. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I love that, like, her sh trying to show working from home, she just has working from home big on her computer screen. Yeah. Uh -huh. I kind of love this one. Yeah. This, this yeah, is the energy of, like... Your mom, and she's not all that funny, but she's trying her best, and she's putting way more effort into it than it deserves. One one gag I really like about this is the mask over the microphone. Yeah, that's actually pretty clever. Yeah. She's also like I don't think as good as the people in the last video, but she's got a pretty good voice. Mm -hmm. Do wash your hands a full twenty seconds. That's all right. Okay, okay, yeah, I I like the energy of this one. Yeah. Like, I, here's the thing. Both her and the, like, fun, quirky, like, couple band that was the second one were going for, like, a full music video. And I think she did a better job. I, she's doing it better, yeah. Um, yeah, oh, she, yeah. Have you yeah. Have you heard, have you gotten to the chorus? The first? Yeah. Uh, this, this couplet here, COVID-19, oh, you kill the unclean. That's throwing kind of dark oh, there, God. lady. I got It is, it is. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I respect it, I guess. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> uh, Dan, how does uh, this lady compare to the couple that we just talked about? To Oh, to the uh, Singapore couple? Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, oh the, no. The Singapore couple or the no, music the... video couple? Hold on, Chelsea, what are you saying oh no to? <clears throat> the, about the face on the toilet paper? Yeah, the, 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 the toilet paper face. Yeah. Oh god, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh my. Um, this is why we should watch the whole video before we start making I guess so. I <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Dan, Singapore couple or uh, fun mom? That's actually a bit of a, uh, a bit of a toss up just because. Yeah. Like, well, she's been putting in a lot more stuff about like what to do and what and like yeah. the the moment in the moment of everything i mean both of them were were actually fairly more creative about their uh lyrics too than yeah. all the others huh do you want me to come back to you yeah please yeah graham how about you uh sorry it's between fun mom and the the singaporean couple yeah i think fun mom takes it okay that's one for fun mom chelsea the Singaporean couple. Is Singaporean a word? Yes. That is the... <laughs> okay. That is the demonym. I take back my question. It's also just a fun pun, because they're singing. <laughs> oh, oh, I see, because they <laughs> sing. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, what I was uh, trying to do. That, that's one vote for each. Crystal, how about you? I like the first minute of the mom video. I think it goes really downhill once she starts filming herself in multiple different stores. Okay. So I'm going to go for the mm. couple. Okay, that's two for Singapore couple. Uh, uh, Dan? Yeah, okay, I think I'm going to go for the Singapore couple just because they didn't have this horrifying toilet paper face person. 
Yeah, that's, that's what edged it out for uh, me, too. All right, well, in that case, the couple takes it. I feel like the horrible toilet paper face person, like, is a plus, but that's me. <laughs> I mean, that I is mean you. It, it definitely brings me back to the whole annoying orange thing. And, yes. You know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, uh, Crystal, how does Fun Mom compare to uh, the piano guy? I, I think I'll go for the piano guy, because he didn't leave his house. <laughs> yeah, she is like all around the town singing without a mask on. Multiple yeah. different stores. Yeah, that is true. Mm. All right, uh, Chelsea. Yeah, I th- that that's a good point. I'm gonna go with the piano man. That's two for the piano man, Graham. <sighs> I I I'm surprising myself with this one, but between yeah, I, I did not think about the the. Um, the, the going out in public to shoot this thing angle between that and the toilet paper, which I did not care for. I suppose I have to give it to Piano Man. All right. Uh, Dan, how about you? Uh, yeah, like just the, she talks a good game, but <laughs> yeah, everyone else is pointing out that, yeah, no, Piano Guy. All right, the Piano Man plays us another one and wins. That's nothing. Uh, Dan, I... in that case, uh, <laughs> she's in competition for the end here. How do they? How does she compare to Quirky Band? Better. All right, Graham. Better. Chelsea. Better. And Crystal. Uh, yeah, Mom's better. All right. Uh, in that case, Fun Mom is going in directly above, going in above the Tipsy and Tone Deaf, uh, going directly below uh, the Piano Guy. Congratulations to all. <laughs> that feels right. That list feels good. Okay, yeah. I'm glad. Does it feel good? <laughs> yeah. Well, I love topical humor, man, so I'm excited for Borat, too. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Crystal oh, Walken set up to do the video games. Do you want to talk about Borat, too? Hey, we can talk about it a little bit. <laughs> we have been going for 20 minutes already. That's so fine. He, he, it's not in production. It completed production and post-production. It is finished. It has been edited. It has been screened in secret. And it will drop on some sort of streaming service any day now. Oh, shit. Oh, like wow. a bomb, like the sword of Damocles <laughs> hanging over our heads. <laughs> Borat 2 is My imminent. dad is completely convinced, and I cannot uh, convince him otherwise, that Sacha Baron Cohen literally and actually assaulted Paris Hilton for the first movie. <laughs> he did not. No, I know, but my dad won't believe me that that's not improv Anyway, <laughs> our first game of the day is Persona 4 Dancing it All Night. It occurs to me that I never actually watched Borat. I just absorbed most of it through osmosis. <laughs> You're not missing I'm much. Missing anything. Okay, let's start dancing. Yeah, our first game, Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Welcome to the midnight stage. The music is starting up, so get ready to boogie with the Persona 4 crew and their newest adventure. People are disappearing after watching a strange video that showed up on the internet. Members of Kahneman Kitchen, Risei's junior idol group, are among the missing, and it's up to the investigation team to set out on a rescue mission. Things are not what they appear, as they discover that the shadows from the Midnight Channel are involved. Their Persona abilities are useless. However, as the shadows in Persona 4 dancing all night can only be defeated by dance. Jive, tango, and pop out powerful dance moves to save the day. Will you waltz your way through the levels, or will you miss a beat and end up in defeat? Persona 4 Dancing All Night features mixes of fan-favorite themes and brand new music tracks that you'll be able to tap to. 
Music, rhythm, and motion combine to test your skills in a disco-fueled dance battle. So tune in and get down. You say waltz your way through? I have a oh, sorry, question. tune in, turn on, and get down. Yeah, I have a question about this. Yeah, what's up? Is this like one of those uh, like move ones or like with the Kinect? Uh, no, this is originally a Vita game. Um, it oh, is okay. kind of like a... Uh, oh, Elite Beat Agents? Yeah, yeah, it's... The, that whole genre that kind of popped up that's bad elite beat agents, this is one of those. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it just doesn't seem like it'd be that hard to make a good elite beat agents clone. But as far as I know, I've, I've never seen it's one. It's never been successfully pulled off. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, on the, on the plus side, I guess it has uh, GA in it, so it can't be that bad. I, I have not played this game. I know a friend of the show, Dustin who is the number one Risei fan from Persona 4, uh, thought the story sucked ass. Oh. Hmm. Um, I, so the only Persona I have played is 5. Uh, okay. And I will say that prior to 5, I had a very low, just through cultural osmosis, I had a very low opinion of the Persona franchise. Because it was described, because <laughs> yeah. it was, is it, is it, the Midnight Channel is, uh, is 4, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's, there's some questionable means by which one accesses the midnight channel (laughs) uh it's just that like the chosen ones can go through tvs to get there right but i think there was some um uh some some yeah there's some there's some weird story stuff that goes on okay uh and i I, it was described to me and i just wrote it all off as as the worst sort of of I think I described it as anime nonsense which is is perhaps I should I should be a little I I'm certainly submersed in my own brand of anime nonsense by this point so Yeah, it's not like <laughs> Kingdom Hearts or anything. Exactly. Yeah. Uh and since playing 5 I I have really come to love that and I have a little more of a warmer yeah. like idea of the series as a whole. Um but I'll say if you've played 5 you really don't ever need to play 4. That's kind of that's that's what I've heard. Um, you might want to go back to three, but also three is a lot grindier. But yeah, 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 sure. Let me let me buy a couple of pieces of discontinued hardware upon which I can play Persona Three or whatever. It's on the PS3. Yeah, I don't have one. <laughs> All right, well. Um, uh, but uh, anyway, I haven't I haven't played this, but I like. Uh, has anyone played this? I'm no, not, or okay. I haven't at least. No, no one's ever a- played this game. I was going to ask how how bad of an elite beat agent's clone is it, but uh, if if we don't know for sure, then uh, yeah, yeah, I think I've like heard that like these games to rank. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've heard that like the rhythm game of it is like fine, nothing amazing, but it's it's okay. It's all like dance remixes of the Persona Four soundtrack. Sure. It's what you want. It's what you come to this. Yeah, game yeah. For. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the soundtrack was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, was it the same guy that did the uh, same composer? <sighs> That's a as great question. Five? I think so. It, I think it was. Uh, if it is, then I'll. I'm. You know, it's getting some points just based yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, that. listen, Persona Four uh, soundtrack, pretty unimpeachable. It's a good soundtrack. Hmm. Anyway, let's figure out where this game belongs on the list. Actually, I think my uh, game disc came with that soundtrack. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. We have uh, ranked 655 games so far, Ooh. so we're starting at number 327. Uh, let's see here. Crystal, how does Persona 4 Dancing All Night compare to uh, The Fabulous Screech? 
an interactive fiction game uh, with colored pencil illustrations where a magical cat takes you on a contemplative journey about life, death, and dreams. The Fabulous Screech. All right, Graham. Um, I've never heard of The Fabulous Screech before just this very moment, but I want to yeah. play it so much now. <laughs> it's good, and it, it, like you can finish it in like 30 minutes. That uh, was a great pitch, I'd... and I'm going to give it to The Fabulous Screech. I'd almost say yeah. 15. <laughs> yeah, it's not a long okay. game. <laughs> yeah, Screech. All right, that's two for Screech. Chelsea? Um, yeah, Fabulous Screech. And Dan? Uh, looking at the screenshots, it looks pretty cute. Like, yeah. I, I probably would want to play this. So, yeah, I think put it below Screech. All right. That moves Persona 4 down to number 491. Dan, how does it compare to Kanshakudama Nage Kantaro no Tokaido Goju Sansugi? Mm -hmm. A platformer okay. where a bunch of a bunch of criminals steal all your fireworks. You're a firework maker, and you gotta right. hunt them all down and get your cool fireworks back. Oh, this is the oh. Hmm. What number is that? Uh, that is number four ninety one. Tokaido Kosen Kojusan Sugi. Okay. Um, yeah. I kind of feel like I would want to play the um, the Persona game more. Okay. Just. I, I have no f clear fondness of like 1980s uh, 2D side scrollers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Graham, how about you? There, there are oh, sorry, exceptions, but yeah, I was going to say there are there are exceptions, but yeah. Okay, I uh, I think fireworks are things that explode, which is great, but yeah. <laughs> um, I cannot I cannot countenance yeah a mid 80s. Um, <laughs> <laughs> platformer uh i'm i'm sorry to say uh, and honestly like uh uh pr the persona 4 is it dancing all night whatever it looks it looks fun it looks cute uh the style is good yeah. i like the i like the the music from this series so uh i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna give this one to persona pretty pretty handily that is two for persona chelsea fireworks the firework <laughs> game is cute <laughs> and crystal fireworks yeah, ties it. Uh, yeah, I'll go for Persona. Uh, which moves Persona up to 409. I, I'm swayed by the, the Persona faction's arguments. Uh, Crystal, how does Persona compare to Rocket Robot on Wheels, an Ubisoft 3D platformer starring a weird little unicycle robot? Oh, Rocket's better. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Rocket. Graham. Ooh, I'm gonna stick with Persona on this one. Okay. And Dan. Eh, I don't know. It kind of looks like it's in the same uh, like uh, theme or same kind of uh, wheelhouse as like Ratchet and uh, Spyro. So yeah, yeah, I'll go with uh, Rocket. All right, <clears throat> Rocket takes it, and Persona moves down to number four fifty. Dan, how does it compare to Warhammer, Mark of Chaos? It's like a Warhammer 3D action game. I don't remember. Listen, there's a lot of games in this list. It's it's a Warhammer game for the for the home computer. Okay, it looks like it's uh, in the style of the uh, of that uh, myth game with like uh, armies and such. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and while I've never played this, I did play Myth, and yeah, no, I, th I think I would probably like this one. 
Yeah. Oh, okay, it's not. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a 3D action game, but no, it's a, it's an RTS. Yeah. Yeah. Graham, how about you? I'm pretty sure I was on the episode where we ranked this Warhammer game. I definitely have heard another guest on this show go on about Warhammer way longer than I wanted to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no fondness for Warhammer whatsoever. I'm giving this one to Persona, essentially sight unseen. I don't even need to. Yeah. <laughs> fair. That is uh, a Chelsea. Fair. Sony. And Crystal. Ooh. Warhammer. Warhammer. Uh, I'm sorry, Dan, how did you vote? I voted Warhammer. Warhammer, that ties it. I'm with I'm with Graham on this one. Persona all the way. Who was that? Uh, which moves Persona to That's a fair cop, yeah. Yeah. Four twenty nine. Uh, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Crystal, how does Persona 4 Dancing All Night compare to Busy Scissors, a Wii game where you own and manage your own hair salon and you cut hair using motion controls? Busy scissors by a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea. Busy Scissors has always been my arch nemesis persona. All right. Uh, Graham. Uh, I'm trying to imagine um, pretending to cut hair with a Wiimote, and I don't like how it feels in my brain. Uh, I'm going to go with (laughs) persona. (laughs) Okay. And uh, Dan. Okay. I I barely remember uh, listening to that one. Uh, Was it the one that's kind of like... uh, Elsa Dentist in a way. <laughs> I think that's a little mean to Busy Scissors. <laughs> it is more of a game than Elsa Dentist. Okay, okay. Uh, hmm. I, I think I'm going to give it to Persona, honestly. It doesn't look, it doesn't right, look yeah. viscerally uh, terrifying that. in the way that Elsa Dentist was. Yeah, okay, uh, pers- fair, fair. Persona takes it and moves up to number 419. Uh, <laughs> Dan, how does it compare to Elevator Action EX? <laughs> The Forsaken uh, former number one game. Hmm. Well, Elevator Action looks like one that I would probably actually play, as opposed to the Persona game was on the Vita. Yeah. Okay. I think they eventually ported it. Like now, it's on like PS4. I think you can get them all on PS4 now. All the all the dancing ones. Yeah. Yeah, but this one looks like one I'd actually play. <laughs> so yeah, I'll go with Elevator Action. That's one for Elevator Action. Graham, um, I gotta give it to Persona. I think I'm, I'm, I mean, I am literally on on record as being fairly baffled by <laughs> Elevator Action's uh, rep, reputation on this show. So I gotta, I gotta yeah. stick to my guns on Persona. That's fair, <laughs> Chelsea. Persona. All right, and Crystal. Elevator Action. <laughs> that ties it. I'll show some deference for Elevator Action's once uh, great status. <laughs> And put Persona below it, which means it moves to number 424. Crystal, how does it compare to Where in North Dakota is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> Perhaps the least interesting of the Carmen San Diego games. I don't know. I don't know anything about North Dakota, so I feel I could I could learn a lot from this game. That's what I'll vote for it. All right. Chelsea. Uh come back to me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Graham, if you don't know, uh, originally the Carmen San Diego people uh, struck up a contract with the government to make state specific Carmen San Diego games. Okay. And they made Where in North Dakota, and then the contract fell apart. So, and they didn't make any of So others. it was kind of a Sufjan Stevens, like, I'm going to do an album for every state, and then yes. I'm going to stop after one? How many did he do yes. on, on that? Theme? I have no I idea. It was just feel the Illinois. Um, 
I'm reading the description of, of where in North Dakota is Carmen Sandiego. Uh, or, the phrase, organizing her nasty gang of brutes and burglars to commit vile crime throughout the frontier state of North Dakota, from Bismarck to Fargo. Okay, I don't know that North Dakota is on any frontier, neither the western nor the northern. That might be like its literal like, state nickname, though. Is it? I'm looking it up. North Dakota state nickname. Uh, no, it's the Peace Garden State. I didn't know. What? Okay. All right. Um, hmm. I'm, I must say I'm intrigued by this, despite myself. Um, but I, there's no world in which I would choose to, to play this over, <laughs> over Persona. So uh, let's give it to that. Yeah. Chelsea, you just came out of the room you were recording in and got a bucket out of the closet? Is What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> it's called multitasking. <laughs> okay, but what what task needs to be done with a bucket right now? Did a pipe burst? I need to know. <laughs> Wait, did you take your bucket? You, why'd you leave the bucket out here? Because I said we'll do it later. She's gonna need it later. No, you you can do it now. I'm just confused. <laughs> It's a secret tool for later. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know what's going on anymore. I, uh, I wonder. Anyway, yeah. So, Graham, were you voting Carmen Sandiego or Persona? I'm voting Persona. Um, I'm, I'm wondering who wrote up this description of the game on on Moby Games. Like, I assume sometimes yeah. they're pulled from like box copy, but but maybe they're right. Because this, the way this one is worded, the player's understanding of this italics very specific slice of the American Midwest is necessary for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm really hoping that the box copy editorialized in that way as well. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, I feel like that was probably the uh, the Moby. Yeah, yeah. Person. Must be. Okay, that's a vote for Persona. That's one for each. Uh, Chelsea, Persona, or Carmen San Diego. Ah, uh, Persona. <laughs> okay, and Dan. Hmm. Hmm. Where in the world is Persona dancing all night? <laughs> oh, you tried. There we go. Wow, Rockapella, <laughs> what have you guys been up to? Forever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Persona's moving up. We keep, like, reading it up, <laughs> then down, then up, then down, which makes it take as long as possible to get placed. I know, that's the best part. <laughs> if it always goes in one direction it happens faster alright Dan how does Persona Dancing All Night compare to Arrow the Acrobat 2 an SNES platform and sequel to Arrow the Acrobat huh there's like a sexy bat in that game right I wouldn't call him sexy well, I mean, uh, there's probably a sexy bat lady yeah I, I believe that sexy bat redundant No, there's, there's some good bats in not, here well the the arrow person isn't really all that sexy, but uh, I beg yeah. to differ, my for friend. Yourself. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, different different tastes, I suppose. But yeah, uh, no, I'm going to go with uh, Persona here. Uh, that's one for Persona, Graham. Uh, Persona, Persona. Okay, uh, Chelsea. Uh, uh, Persona. Okay, and Crystal. Arrow. <laughs> all right. Persona wins and moves up. I think this is the last comparison it's got. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Ratchet and Clank before the Nexus? Uh, this is an endless runner based on Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. 
Persona. Uh, Graham? Uh, Persona. Endless Runners aren't games. <laughs> oh, wow. Huh. I'm sorry. That's huh. I'm, They're not games for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dan? Uh, I mean, hmm. I actually kind of like Endless Runners, so I'm going to go with Ratchet. All right, that's a tie. Uh, I'm going to go for Persona, because, listen, even a bad Elite Beat Agent is still Elite Beat Agent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which means that Persona 4 Dancing All Night is placed at number 420. Blaze it! <laughs> nice. Persona 4 Dancing All Night uh, goes directly above Ratchet and Clank before the Nexus, directly uh, below Elevator Action EX. No congratulations are due, as you didn't do very well. We are almost an hour in, and we've only placed one game. Well, let's pick up the and pace! five music videos. Yeah, uh, you have to consider the music videos. Our next game is Sid Meier's Civilization Two. Starting out with just a single unit and knowledge of a small local area, your challenge is to guide your civilization into becoming the dominant force, either by conquering every other civilization or by sending a spaceship to Alpha Centauri. As, you're, as you'd imagine, a lot of challenges come into such a task. You must locate cities so as to make use of food, construction, and trade resources, which can be later improved by constructing irrigation, roads, mines, railroads, and farmland. Each city can construct one item at a time. Civilian and military units, buildings, or wonders of the world. There are 28 of these across the different areas, uh, eras of the game, and each can be possessed by only one city. The buildings and wonders have different effects. Most buildings and some wonders improve defenses, scientific research, trade, or food output, but most wonders offer unique advantages that can be used to great strategic effect. There are over 100 scientific advancements in the game, and most require prerequisites before they can be researched. How quickly this happens depends on your scientific output, which must be traded off against financial and military concerns. Combat can occur in cities or in the open terrain. Things like forests and mountains give the defense an advantage. Unlike in the original Civilization, fights aren't always won outright. Most times, the winning unit will be damaged, reducing its movement speed and attacking prowess until it's repaired. But the losing unit always disappears from the game! If multiple units are in a square that comes under attack, the strongest unit fights. Unless it's a city or fortress, all units will be lost if the fight is lost. This is getting so in the weeds. <laughs> Once a city has no manual. defensive units left, it can be captured. <laughs> Certain units have the ability to cover all squares as fast as if they were roads. Only a few can see submarines, and air units require refueling in a friendly city. There are up to six other civilizations in the game, and keeping good diplomatic relations with these is crucial. At times, you may want to trade knowledge or pool military resources with a neighbor. At others, they may want to destroy you. If you make deals and go back on them, your reputation is affected. <laughs> that wasn't really a description of what Civilization 2 is, so much as just a random description of a bunch of different Civ game mechanics. Yeah, it sounded like a fan wrote that. Yeah, yeah 100%. We got, we got any civilization heads in here? Uh, no, not really, but I, I'm just rather surprised you got to Civ 2 only now. Yeah. There's a lot of video games. Randomly selected. There's a lot of video games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are. There are a lot of video games. I want to be that a Civ true. head. Yeah. And you have Civ 6. I do. I haven't played I mean, it a lot. Mostly because there's some kind of weird glitch with it on my computer. No, that's not good. I... I mean those first um, those first few episodes when you would randomly select uh, you'd get five games nobody had ever fucking heard of. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> now sometimes if a game no one's heard of comes up, I'm like, okay, but like let's skip this one for now. <laughs> sometimes yeah, I, it's I, more I, fun to talk about games people have heard of and have opinions about. 
Yeah, I, I, I never actually got into the Civilization games just because it's a little too overwhelming for me. Yeah, that's reasonable. I liked five. I played a decent amount of five, and then a little bit of six, and that's all. Hmm. I have heard that four was like way more technical than five was, and I thought five was already a lot to handle. I'm uh, I'm checking several uh, Civilization games worst to best. Seems like two is generally ranked pretty low. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. What's the best? Four, I would assume. The best is usually four. Yeah. Yeah, people really liked four right now. And like, yeah, I, I, mean, I feel like people thought about Civ Five the way like Smash people thought about Brawl or something. You know. Yeah, that sounds about what I remember hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's too accessible for the casuals. <laughs> was that people's problem with Brawl? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Brawl was the Wii one? Yeah. I never owned it, which is weird because I did own a Wii, and I just skipped uh, Brawl. I played it at friends' houses, but I never had it myself. Brawl was the one that I got the most involved in, like, the competitive scene with, <laughs> so I like it. I'm sure it was fine. Uh, yeah, it's, I like it's, all. I like this. I like Smash. Hey, me too. <laughs> yeah, the only time I played Brawl was when I was over at a uh, over at a friend's place, and the one guy had like unlocked everything and was miles better than everyone else there, and it was not fun. <laughs> I spent like my entire senior year of high school in my friend's basement where we had like three different CRTs set up that people just rotated around playing Brawl. <laughs> it's great. Anyway, we're not that's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> we're talking about... Ow, I banged my knee on the table. Ouch. Aww. Ow. That hurt. Aww. Oof. Anyway. Ow. We're talking about Civilization 2. And we're starting at game number 328. Fuck. Ouch. I hurt my knee. <laughs> Do you, do you need a moment? No, I'll take a break. Fine, you want to take the aspirin? <laughs> Dan, how does uh, Civ 2 compare to game number 328? You don't know Jack. Volume 3, the hit phenomenon computer trivia game. This is the one that introduced the fun comedian host who makes funny jokes. Yeah, no. Uh, you don't know Jack is uh, pretty good, so I'm going to go with that. I like it. All right, that's one for you to know, Jack. It has, it has lasting appeal. I Mostly. I played so much fucking you don't know, Jack. I I owned and and played through many times multiple of those games. Uh, so I gotta give it to you don't know, Jack. Okay, that's you for you don't know, Jack. Chelsea. Uh, you don't know, Jack. Okay, and Crystal. You don't know, Jack. All right, you don't know, Jack takes it, and Civ Two moves down to number four ninety three. Crystal has a compare to Blade Kitten, a Metroidvania game inspired by a webcomic. Uh, civilization. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea. Um, Civ. It's two for Civ, Graham. Um, I, I think I gotta give it to Civ. I'm making a note of Blade Kitten for later, though. Ah, you don't need <laughs> okay. to. Okay. <laughs> Is the webcomic also uh. called Blade Kitten? Yes. Okay. Not one I'm familiar with. Um, no, nope, yeah, so. me neither. And I've read a lot of web comics. <laughs> uh, Dan. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna 
and go with Dark Horse Blade Kitten because I don't know. That's good. This kind of looks fun. Sure. All right. Uh, Sid moves up to number four hundred and ten. Uh, Dan, how's it compared to Chameleon Twist, the three D platformer action game where you play a weird mutant chameleon man that attacks ice cream sandwiches with your tongue? Huh. Siv. Okay. Graham. Siv. This disturbs me. Chelsea. Oh. Yeah. Chelsea. Just a little. Chameleon Twist. Crystal. Chameleon Twist. I'm Chameleon Twist all the way, uh. baby. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Love a Chameleon Twist. Science. <laughs> that, that, that's how it goes. Uh, Crystal, how does uh, Civ 2 compare to X Wong, a flash game on Congregate? And it's got to be almost dead if it's not dead already, where you swing oh. a thing around like a ball and chain to smash boxes. X Wong. Uh, Chelsea. What number? Uh, four fifty-two. Oh, it's um, uh, Civ. Okay, Graham. Uh, well, the the link for X one is dead. Congregate. Great. Uh, yeah. does not appear to host it anymore or anything. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably. Is it officially hmm. gone? Dead. Congregate. It's got to it be on its way out. If not, right. I would. I would think. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I might. Mean, it was mostly flash. My yeah. my eye was just caught by number four forty eight. You're Benedict Arnold. Do you have what it takes to betray the colonies? <laughs> which is my, <laughs> my favorite title on here. But that's not what we're talking about. Um, I X X Wong. Just from your description, sounds more like a thing I would probably play than than a sieve. So I'm gonna go with X Wong. Yeah. I'll say congregate.com still like is there and has games. So. Well. I hope somebody wow. wants to play them. <laughs> Me too. X1's there. Maybe we just need to update the link. No. Well, I got there, but it's very much like, oh, to play this, you have to, you know, enable Flash, and that's going to be impossible at the end of the year. So, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dan? Well, I for, one, I, for one, am a bad enough dude to betray the colonies, but I'm going to have to give it to Siv. <laughs> yeah. Uh we talked about X Wong too long, and I don't remember how people voted. Crystal, X Wong, X Wong, Chelsea, Siv, Siv. I tied it. Uh, pff, I'm, I'm going for the little guy. I'm going for X Wong, which moves Siv two Hell down yeah. to four seventy two. Uh, let's see here, Dan. How does it compare to Gremlins two, the new batch? <laughs> oh, Gremlins all the way. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Zelda, like a top down adventure action thing, but it's based on Gremlins two, the new batch. Exactly. <laughs> Say no <Graham>. more. <laughs> Gremlins. Chelsea. Oh, what's the quote? What's the damn quote? I don't know. But George dropping cigar ash and sexy girl blowing kisses. Oh, God. Yeah, you're talking some old Let's Play stuff. Siv. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Crystal? Gremlins. Gremlins takes it. Siv continues to drop to number 482. Crystal Osgum read a Mortal Kombat mythology, Sub-Zero, a brawler inspired by the Mortal Kombat mythology of Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero game. Graham. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to give it to Sub-Zero. I didn't hear a lot of really enthusiastic praise for that one uh, since it's released, yeah. but I would play it before I'd play a Civ. All right, Chelsea. Civ. Okay, and Dan. Uh, Sub-Zero, uh, basically the same, uh, 
as uh, Graham here. All right, yeah. Uh, Sim continues to fall to number 487. Uh, Dan, how's it compared to Cage, the Magic Orbs, a 1998 PC puzzle game where you manipulate orbs to solve puzzles? Hmm. There are no screenshots. No. Huh. On the other hand, orbs. Hmm. Orb. <laughs> All right. Cram. I have little patience for orbs um, as a concept. And also, I'm colorblind uh, partially, so caged would be probably extremely frustrating for me to attempt to play. Um, Fair enough. So it's got to go to oh, Civ. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right. That is one for each. Chelsea. Civ. Okay. And Crystal. Caged. That ties it. I'm going to go for Civ, I think. Okay. So I, I just want to uh, put in here for a second. I, yeah. I uh, clicked the uh, buy at Amazon link, and it brought me to, like, a whole bunch of uh, workout protein powder. <laughs> <laughs> for caged? Uh, including... Yeah, <laughs> including including one called Mr. Hyde Nitro X pre-workout. <laughs> oh yeah, because these are called pre-caged. Yeah, caged muscle pre-workout oh, for yeah, men. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. I'm absolutely all right. Well, getting Mr. Hyde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Why would you want to suggest that your protein powder like makes you into? A monster. Because he's strong. Monster. I guess. That's the it, male fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Read the story. Hyde was not particularly muscular. He was just uh, un unburdened with things like morals and ethics. Mm. Uh, Hyde so, doesn't ever even show up in the story directly, does he? Uh, he's pretty much only just de yeah described by. Yeah, you just hear he stories has... about this weird Hyde dude. Yeah. I think. I, mean, I, I don't think Jekyll's in it very much either. I mean, like, every uh, adaptation I've seen has uh, Hyde being, like, some weird, <laughs> some weird Hulk yeah. or, like, uh, yeah. mutated muscle beast. Yeah. Uh, the only bit I remember from that book is uh, the part where the, like, narrator has pieces of handwriting from both Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and realizes that the handwriting is identical except it slants in the opposite direction from one That's another. right. Right, yes. Um, oh, oh, wow. Science. That's, uh, that's how you tell who's good or who's evil. doesn't even make sense. Oh, no. oh wait, wait. I, mean, I guess the idea is maybe one's right-handed and one's left-handed, so the yeah, paper is say, tilted a little the, different. The, the le Mr. Hyde is left-handed, so he's the sinister one? Right, exactly. Uh, oh, God damn it. Uh. <laughs> that's also a story. I also remember the trivia of that story, which is what Robert Louis Stevenson. Is that the guy who wrote mm -hmm, that? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. The yeah, guy who wrote Robert. Treasure Island. He had a fever and was like sick in bed and all his family was downstairs and then at one point like he's just delirious with fever for god knows how long and then one day he just storms down the stairs with a bunch of loose leaves of paper reads them the entire first draft of dr jekyll and then collapses on the ground <laughs> that's that's style okay. right there that's you know <laughs> yeah they made a couple of jekyll and hyde video games they have yeah Anyhow, we're moving on we'll rank to one Zeus. <laughs> yeah, probably. Crystal, how does Civ uh, 2 compare to Zeus? If I remember right, this is basically Space Invaders, but it's like lightning bolts from Zeus instead of aliens. Uh, Civ 2. Okay. Uh, Graham. Civ. 
Uh, uh, Chelsea? Sieve. Alright, and Dan. Uh, I, I really liked uh, Space Invaders, so I'm going Zeus. Alright, Sim takes it and moves up to number 483. Yeah. Dan, how's it compared to Sim Ant, the electronic ant colony? It's a game where you simulate an ant colony electronically. Yeah. Wow, um, these are basically both the same company, aren't they? I think so, right? Maxis? Yeah. I'm sorry, what's it up against this time? Uh, Sim Ant. I was just talking about Sim Ant the other day. No one remembers Sim Ant. Yeah, why were you talking about Sim Ant? Um, it was a it was a discussion about the Sim series of games, uh, and right, someone like someone your Sim Towers, etc. Yeah, and someone was talking about Sim Copter, uh, and I uh, I had to bring up Sim Ant because it was it was uh, one of like three games that we had uh, on the computer in my elementary school classroom. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I, uh, I had a lot of fondness for it. No one else knew what it was. I'm excited to reveal that uh, somehow I have activated a weird mode on my computer where the arrow keys control the mouse cursor. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. Tell me more about this. But also they can't go to the full edge of the screen. It only can go so far. There's a lesson there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Well, anyway, I'm going to say Sim Ant. All right, that's one vote for Sim Ant. Graham? Sim Ant. To be clear, Sim 2, not by Maxis. Similar similar companies, for sure. But yeah, one's Sid Meier and one's fucking Will Wright. Is that that guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chelsea? Sim Ant. And Crystal? Sim Ant. All right, with that, we have at last placed Civilization 2. It's at number 484, directly above Zeus, directly below Sim Ant. Once again, no congratulations will be awarded. <laughs> and no semantics were, were used. All right, game number three is Blade Force. What the fuck is a Blade Force? It's a game oh for the three. Oh, oh, oh. It's exciting. These screenshots aren't... Oh, Ooh. my... In the year oh. 2110, in the city of Megagrid, once known as Los Angeles, you meet Dr. <laughs> Grubert, a very prominent inventor who has been crippled by an explosion perpetrated by a crime family known as the Pitt Family. He gives a suit known as the Helipack Flight Suit to fight back and take down the criminals in the city and apprehend the Pitt Family and bring peace back to the city. I, would, I need to read that whole sentence one more time. Yeah, go for he it. He gives a suit known as the Helipack Flight Suit to fight back and take down the criminals in the city and apprehend the Pitt family and bring peace back to the city. I would like to <laughs> With an arsenal of nine different weapons and 20 yeah. power-ups, the player flies around seven levels of the city with six degrees of freedom. I, I would like to note that Megagrid is spelled with two Gs in Mega. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Megagrid. Oh boy, these screenshots, huh? Uh-huh. So what I love about this is that it's technically a third-person game, but you have, like, a, a Doom sprite that's a behind-the-back view of the Hella suit. Okay. And you just play it like Doom, but in in 3D. I see. Oh, that's a suit. Oh, you're... Oh, okay. Wow. It, it, it's like they just pasted, like, a helicopter sprite on top of a dude. I have a lot of fondness for this era of, like pre-generated, like, FMV cutscenes. I'm digging this cutscene, for sure. This is great. Like, it's very, like, it's not, I don't want to compare it quality-wise, but the 
look of it is very similar to like FF Seven, like those three D cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, there's some face oh tech God. going on here. I skipped ahead to a little bit. Oh, hoof a doof. This okay, weird well. tank, this weird green tank thing under there's chaos in the streets is wild. I, I don't it. hate this. Yeah. yeah. Mega Grid Superior Court oh, Justice God. for Sale. <laughs> <laughs> this is like somebody watched RoboCop and said, "Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of too subtle for me." <laughs> Mega Grid also has a very like Judge Dread feel to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You yes, know what? That's does. the better comparison. Is uh, like, what is that? Three thousand AD. Is that what that uh, franchise two, is called? Two thousand AD. Two thousand AD. Do we know what the main character's name is? Just the helicopter guy. Okay. It's There's, you. It, you're the main sure. guy. There's someone. There is someone in this game named Eddie Ecstasy. The drug that's dealer. A good maybe? Name. Hold on. That's a good That's an Austin Walker name. Almost. Yeah, that's a fucking Paradise <laughs> Killer name right there. This game was well received, considered one of the best games on the 3DO. Okay, now to be fair, <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean it was well received. That's a low bar. Uh, to quote Electric Playgrounds Review in 1995, congratulations to Studio 3DO and to 3DO owners. Blade Force is your exclusive snub in the direction of the overly chatty and opinionated competing system owners. Repeat after me. Only on 3DO. That's a nice ring, doesn't it? Oh, snap. Uh, Jesus. A publication called Next Generation, which seems to, seems, to be, seems to have been a UK gaming magazine, reviewed the 3DO uh-huh. version of the game, rating it five stars out of five, and stated that, quote, this is easily one of the best games ever made for 3DO Shit. or any system. Fuck. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, we've discovered a lost classic here today. Is the the Halo of the 3DO? The, yeah. yeah, that was the killer app right there. Um, I I think I would narrow specifically this the vibe of this game. I feel like is uh, specifically the. Stallone movie version of Judge Dredd. <laughs> right, yes, 100%. Can, can, can I just uh, call everyone's attention to the lowest score on the list from a publication just called Video Games? <laughs> it looks like it's a German one, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, oh, well, oh, yeah, I'm gonna pop this into Google Translate. They had a lot to say about Blade Force. <laughs> Google Translate, let's see here, uh, boop. Blade Force is a typical case of, we wrote a great graphics routine, but unfortunately not a great game idea. <laughs> At first glance, Blade Force looks interesting and even has a certain primitive charm, but in the long run it is far too monotonous. You fight against nothing but a handful of enemy objects that always attack according to the same pattern. In addition, the level logic and its puzzles make me doubt the ability of the developers. Ooh. Technically, not much can be exposed. The helicopter is wonderfully easy to control. The flight stick is also supported. The 3D graphics are not bursting with detail, but with 24 frames per second, they are sufficiently fast and ensure a decent flight feeling. Imagine a world where someone called 24 frames per second de- sufficiently fast. You know, I, I want to go back there. <laughs> yeah. It was a simpler time. <laughs> uh, the seven different texture worlds are also not exactly lush and particularly varied. If you're looking for a nice shooting adventure, you can have a look. This is the German article? 
Yeah. Yes. So, you can you have know. a look. <laughs> you can have a look. Got a game here if you want it. <laughs> Let's have a look at where this belongs on the list. I feel all right about this, honestly. Yeah, really. I feel all right about this one. <laughs> I see Hit this power one going company. far. Pay up or else. I think we all looked at and laughed at the screenshot uh, of a guy who looks like Kingpin from Marvel Comics, but he has another face on his forehead. Yeah. But we didn't actually describe yeah, right. it, and now I've done that. So yeah, that's that's yep. There it is. Um, with a uh, with a knife that's all bloody. The yeah. the Doctor Franz Grubert. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he's your. He seems like he's your mission control, though. He's your. He's the guy who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who gives you the who the helipack? Your, yeah, right. Who grafted the helipack to yes. you or something? Who made you one yes. with the machine? <laughs> Crystal, how does Blade Rise Force comp- my I just realized that Blade Force refers not to like cool swords, but to your helicopter backpack. Yes. Hel- helicopter uh, Blade. So how does Blade Force compare to number 329, Street Fighter Cross Mega Man, a fan game where Mega Man has to fight not robot masters, but Street Fighter characters? Blade Force. All right. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, the Mega Man. Okay, that's one for each. Graham. Blade Force. And Dan. Uh, the fan game looks neat, but I'm going to give it to Blade Force. All right. Blade Force takes it and flies up like a helicopter, <laughs> executing a vertical takeoff <laughs> uh, into number 164, our first foray into the top half of the list oh, this ooh. time. Yeah. So, goes up like a VTOL, except he's people, so it's a P-tool. There you go. The V still stands uh, for right. vertical, though. You can't take out the V. Don't use logic. <laughs> Dan, how does Blade Force compare to number 164, Ghost Dream, uh, an adventure game, visual novel type deal about exploring the afterlife? It's got cool, trippy art and, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Ooh. Mm. This is a tough one. Yeah. Can you come back to me? Yeah, sure. Graham? Um, I'm flipping through Ghost Dream. Yeah, come back around to me. I just want to look at these screenshots. Um, All right. Chelsea? Uh, Ghost Dream. Okay. Uh, Crystal? Blade Force. That's one for each. I'm coming back to you, Dan. Uh, Both of these are ones that I would probably want to play, but I'm going to go with Blade Force. Okay, that's two for Blade Force. Graham? I got to go with Ghost Dream. I'm I'm, I'm kind of into this. Ghost Dream is kind of cool. Um, I like uh, ooh, I like both of these vibes. These are good vibes. Mm-hmm. But you know, Ghost Dream wasn't the best game ever made on the 3DO, so I think I gotta go for Blade Force. <laughs> well, you know, when you're right, you're like... 82. <laughs> uh, Crystal, how does it compare to oh, Earthbound, geez. the cult classic JRPG about a little boy with a yo-yo? Blade Force. <laughs> Do you think Moon has any chance of picking up an Earth st- Earthbound style following now that it's out in America? I mean, it's pretty good, but I haven't seen a lot of a lot of live tweets of it. Yeah, I feel like Moon's thing has just become like, oh, what a neat little piece of video game history that I'm glad to have. So, instead of like, wow, what a cool, awesome thing. It's uh, a cool, awesome thing. Yeah, I, I need to play Moon. Uh, Chelsea, Earthbound, or Blade Force? Earthbound. Okay, that's one for each. Graham? Uh, Blade Force. That's two for Blade Force. Dan? 
having actually played Earthbound, I gotta say, Earthbound. All right, that ties it. I want to vote for Blade Force just to be a stinker, but like it's Earthbound. Uh, which was Blade Force down to number one twenty-three. Uh, Dan, how does it compare to Hunt the Wumpus, one of the first ever video games for a personal computer? Uh, basically, you have to hunt down a monster in a cave. It moves to different rooms in the cave, and you have to like, you know, use math to figure out where it's going and shoot an arrow to intercept it. This is all text. Uh, I believe so, so. Yeah. Wow. So this is like worse Zork. <laughs> yeah, arguably. We haven't played and, Zork yet, so it's hard to say. I mean, I I barely remember Zork, and. Uh, no, I'm definitely going with uh, Blade Force here. Okay. Uh, Graham. Blade Force. That's two for Blade Force. Chelsea. Uh, what was the non-Blade Force one? Hunt the Wumpus. Oh, yeah, Hunt the Wumpus. Okay. Crystal. Blade Force. All right. Blade Force takes it and moves up to number 102. Crystal, how does it compare oh, to Wario Land 3, one of your favorite games? Oh, it's got to be Wario Land. All right, Chelsea. Uh, Wario Land. All right, Graham. Wario Land. <laughs> and Dan. It's taking it. Yep, all right. Uh, Blade Force denied from the top 100, tragically. Hmm. Uh, which moves it down to number 112. Dan, how does it compare to Granny's Garden, a flash game where you are an old lady with a variety of lethal weapons and you gotta kill all these fucking frogs that keep getting into your garden. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I for one am a uh, an old fan of all these of all these dumb like point up and shoot at these uh, at weird flash objects games. Uh, <clears throat> But on the other hand, Blade Force. <laughs> All right. Graham. Blade Force. Chelsea. Oh, sorry. Blade Force. Okay. And Crystal. Now, Granny is making some real frog fractions, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 My vote's for Granny. All right. Then there's. Gr uh, Granny yeah. in the, gate, in the uh, screenshot looks like uh, Muriel from. Uh, uh, Curves the Coward the Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, all right, that moves Blade Force up to number 107. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Burger Time, the classic arcade game where you play as Chef Pepper and you gotta make some burgers, you know, while evil food tries to stop you from doing that? Blade Force. All right, uh, Chelsea. Burger Time. One for each. Graham. Blade Force. Dan. Uh... Yeah, I played this in arcade, I think, and uh, hmm. Blade Force. <laughs> All right, Blade Force takes it and moves up once again to number 104. Dan, how's it compared to Oregon Trail? That classic 1971 computer game originally wasn't even playable with a screen. You had to just, like, type in commands and let the computer print out what happened next. You know, as you make your way down the Oregon Trail. Well, I have to say... You will never, you can probably die in plenty of ways in Blade Force, but you will never die of, like, dysentery. Yeah. Blade Force. Okay. Uh, Graham. Blade Force. 
Chelsea. Uh, wow, it just left my brain. Uh, Oregon, Oregon Trail. All right, that's two for Oregon Trail. Uh, Crystal. Blade Force. All right, uh, that's a tie. You know, the whole, like, Oregon Trail thing kind of fucked up, huh? It is. It's not, like, a good thing that happened. But you know what is a good thing is wearing a helicopter backpack, so I'm going to vote for Blade Force. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it does seem Which like you're was... a cop, though. That uh, is the downside. Yeah, but like... Cop or colonizer, Luke? Which will you be? Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, here's the question about that, though. Did you have a choice? You always had yeah, a choice. Yeah, I'm not really clear on your agency. Because yeah, that, that, uh, that doctor didn't look like he was big <laughs> Totally on, on the up and up. Uh, yeah. Also, the criminals you're going after are like industrialists like they own the power plant and shit so like sure okay you're right you know yeah. it's not like you're like beating up muggers or you know drug users yeah 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 so i'm giving it to blade force which moves it up for one final ranking uh dan how does it compare to sneak king the stealth action <laughs> game from burger king this is one of those games that i managed to get you know, because it was one of those ones that you get from Burger King. Right. I managed to get it, but I never played it. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go with Sneak King, just because right. it has that weirdo vibe that just beats out Blade Force. All right, all right, Graham. Sneak King, Sneak King, Sneak King. <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, a blade thing, blade. Blade helmet. Blade. All right. Blade force? Blade guy. Yeah, blade force. <laughs> Crystal. Sneak King. Yep. Sneak King takes it, and Blade Force is placed number 104, uh, directly above Oregon Trail, directly below Sneak King. Congratulations for nearly cracking the top 100. Good, good job, Blade Force, I guess. So close. Uh, we're moving on to game number four. The Seven Spirits of Ra. Osiris was once a pharaoh of the old Egypt, ruling the land in happiness as it enjoyed great prosperity. But his evil brother Set was envious of him. He killed Osiris and cut his body into pieces. Now the Ka, soul of Osiris, is standing in front of the entrance to the world of the dead, unable to find solace. Defeating Set is the only way to end the torment. But in order to do that, Osiris will have to return his body, scattered around the land, devoured by wild animals. He'll have to restore his body, absorb the spirits of animals, and challenge his treacherous brother in a final battle. The Seven Spirits of Ra is a follow-up to Icon Quest for the Ring, sharing much of its predecessor's gameplay and interface features. The player navigates Osiris through various environments in ancient Egypt in a mixture of top-down and side-scrolling views, eliminating enemies in simple action-based combat. The role-playing element is less noticeable in the game compared to its predecessor, however the world is larger and offers more exploration possibilities. So this is a old, what, what year is this from? The 80... 1987. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you're like wandering around. It, uh, it doesn't look amazing. What what system was it on? <laughs> uh, it was on DOS. DOS. I love how oh, everyone's okay. left arm is broken. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> this is, everyone's left arm is a little bit at a weird angle. Uh-huh. Look at the screenshots. Oh, I see what you're saying now, yes. <laughs> um, 
so it says this is a follow-up to that a game called Icon Quest for the Ring. I do encourage everyone to just take a moment to click through to the page for Icon and look at the totally kick-ass like van mural oh, cover art. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that is a van ass box art right there. It's really good. It's cool as yeah. shit. Um, I you know I, mean, I feel like if we replace an icon, it'd get pretty high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just based on oh, that. Oh wow! Remember how, yeah. remember how far that math wizard got? Yep. Based <laughs> on his cover. That's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> I mean, the Seven Spirits of Raw doesn't have bad box art. No, it's it's fine. And I do I like. Um, I like I like learning about Egyptian mythology. It's it's one that I have enjoyed um, sure. when I've studied yeah. it. I don't know how well this game gets it across. It says it's been exhaustively researched for authenticity. Um, okay. You know we know how far that goes sometimes though. Um, yeah so, yeah so, yeah. Sometimes uh, your sometimes your research notes are coming from like Egyptologists rather than mm-hmm. like historians. Oh wow! You have been judged and sent to the pit of the abat. You are lost. Start over. That's a hell of a game over screen. I gotta say. What were you gonna say, Crystal? As a fan of Egyptian mythology, have you played Death Stranding? <laughs> as soon as I saw the word "ka," I had to kind of stifle um, a laugh. The ha and the ka. Oh no, I have not played Death Stranding. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, can through. you tell me about the ha and the ka? Well, yeah, it's just your body and your soul, and when you die, you know, your ka decomposes, oh. but your ha moves on. Or no, I got it backwards. Your ha, like, you know, dies and decomposes, but your ka moves on to a different world. Uh, in Death Stranding, right. they have discovered the afterlife and are mining it for resources. Right. Okay. Um, and that has led to ghosts invading the real world and destroying it. Right, and you need to throw throw grenades of bodily fluid. Right, then you throw yeah. shit at the ghosts to make them die. <laughs> I'm just trying to save right, myself some time. You expose them to your ha, so that the ha binds to the ka. <laughs> I'm just trying yeah. to save myself some time by like just humming Spanish flea over this <laughs> instead of putting it in when I edit. Right. right. <laughs> uh, and then like uh, there's twin sisters, and like one of them only has their ha, and one of them only has their ka, and they have to fuse to save each other. Seriously? Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think I got uh, that far. Yeah. That game fucking sucks. <laughs> I- I like playing Death Stranding, but then someone starts fucking talking in it and ruins the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I think I only got as far as that one, uh, like, permanently pregnant lady. Well, yeah. sort of permanently pregnant. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like, when no one's talking in Death Stranding, it's like weird, surreal sci-fi Euro truck simulator, and that's cool. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But then, he, then you get to he, a cutscene and you're like, truck. ah, fuck, I may as well just go make a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam's ass is a truck. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> We've already placed Death Stranding okay. on this list and it was low. <laughs> oh. No, I was there. Was that the uh, live one? Yeah. yeah, I was there, and that oh, that guy was so aggrieved. Right, there was one man in the audience who was just so mad at us. <laughs> oh. Good times. <laughs> yep, very much so. Anyway, let's place the Seven Spirits of Raw. Uh, we're starting at number 331. Dan, how does it compare to... Ba-ba-ba, Demolish Fist, a 2.5D brawler where you throw couches at babies. Huh, no screenshots. However... All right. That's got a cover. awesome. Yeah. That's a good cover. 
Uh, there's there's some uh, screenshots on the cover. Uh, yeah, yeah, as such as they are. You can barely see them. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you throw couches at babies? Uh, guess, demon guess, babies. Right, right. The demon babies that I hate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm gonna give it to de- Demolish Fist. That looks awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, that's one for Demolish Fist. Graham. I yeah, my heart says Demolish Fist. <laughs> All right, Chelsea. Demolish Fist. And Crystal. Demolish Fist. <laughs> okay, Demolish Fist takes it unanimously. Seven Spirits of Raw moves down to number 493. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Price is Right Decades, a Price is Right game where you can, you know, decorate the stage to look like various eras of the Price is Right? Seven Spirits of Raw. Okay. Uh, Graham. I'm sorry, do you actually play the Price is Right in Price is Right Decades, or you do you merely... Yeah, okay. you do. <laughs> you described it as a, as a decorating game, primarily. So well, that's, you know, that's what the Decades part comes oh, from. Oh, gotcha, okay. Uh, I think you also have different, like, eras of products. Oh, of course. Um, I'm going to go with Seven Spirits of Raw. Okay, that is two for Raw. Chelsea? Uh, Price is Right. Okay, and Dan. I mean, it doesn't have Bob Barker, so I'm going to go with Seven Spirits. Yeah. All right. Uh, Raw takes it and moves up to number 412. Sounds like in this case the price was wrong. (laughs) Dan, how does uh, Seven Spirits of Raw compare to Metal Arms glitching the system? A game we have not talked about in a long time. It's like a 3D platformer where you're a little robot guy and you can jump into bigger robot guys to pilot them. This... Sounds like one that I've played, but I cannot place it. I mean, it was from like 2003, I guess. Well, that's okay. We already did, we already did place it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a good joke. Yeah, that, 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 that. It's better than my Price is Wrong one. So, uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Metal Arms. All right. That's one for Metal Arms. Graham. Metal Arms. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. I'm going to throw one to Spears of Raw. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Metal Arms. Metal Arms takes it and Raw moves down to 451. Uh, let's see here. Crystal, how does it compare to Digimon World? It's a 3D adventure game featuring everybody's favorite Digimon. Digimon. All right. Chelsea. Uh, Spirits of Ra. Great. Graham, Egyptian mythology or Digimon mythology? Uh, uh, I've, I have... <laughs> Have I gone off on about Digimon before? <laughs> probably, yeah, but probably. if you want to, go ahead. Uh, no, I mean I don't. Go I don't. Off, I don't really. I have. I have in the past had comedy opinions about Digimon, but I don't, in my actual heart, like hold any strong thoughts about it one way or the other. How sexy did the Digimon get in this one, though? Is what? Well, I'm they asking. can turn into poop. There's probably an angel woman in there somewhere. Um, I, I to be honest, like Seven Spears of Raw looks like one that would be hard for me to actually play for any any length of time. Uh, yeah. Before I got kind of frustrated with it. Digimon World, at least, is 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 a, a a game that's a little more in my like, my my hands and eyes know what to do with a game like this. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Certainly, certainly. Where Garurumon's definitely in there. Uh huh. Yeah, Cr- Crystal, you're a furry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's uh? <laughs> oh, oh my. What does Greymon evolve into? Like the what's like the werewolf with the rich? <laughs> Why is that being very relevant to that question? S- sorry, repeat your question, Luke. What's the Digimon with like it's like a, a tiger striped werewolf with the ripped jeans? That's where Gururumon. Yeah, oh, that's what so you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So that that one gets a thumbs up, furry wise. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. 
I feel like Digimon really got a head start on Pokemon in terms of catering to furries. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, Pokemon yeah, got there eventually with, Pokemon you know, your, there. uh, what is it? What's the rabbit one? Lopunny? And, like, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I guess, uh, Salazzle. Sarina isn't really a furry. She's a plant lady. But, you know, they got to sexy Pokemon eventually, but they really let that slide for a while. What's, like, the, the psychic one everyone really liked? Gardevoir. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's horny for Gardevoir. Even you? Yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, what's the, like, goth... Go- oh, it's, like, goth Gothatella or something? That just looks like if uh, Gardevoir was goth? <laughs> oh, um... Gothatella. Gothatella, Gothatel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's if you like it a little weird, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. I'm typing in Gothatel X Gardevoir just to see what happens. Oh, Christ. You know what's going to happen. You know, I'm not seeing as much porn as I thought I would. Matter of fact, I'm really not seeing any porn at all. I'm seeing a Gardevoir in a maid costume, and that's definitely, you know, horny, but it's not like, you know, she's not flashing her skirt or anything. I'm, you know, I'm disappointed in the amount of Gothitelle Gardevoir uh, porn that I got. Well, Lita Fashion this. isn't really about being horny. What's that? Well, Lita Fashion isn't really about being horny. Yeah. Is it not? Okay. Yeah, no, it's about being cute. <laughs> Luke's like, then I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of uh, uh, anti-horny in its in its intention. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, can we go like, back to like lots, video lots games? Of frills and such. <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about Pokemon, Chelsea. <laughs> like the video games we're ranking. Oh, those ones. Mm-hmm. I think Digimon World won, right? I lost track of the vote. Uh, I still haven't done mine, but yeah, I was gonna. say. I usually count on my hands, and I was using them for something else for this part. <laughs> Luke. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Nothing. What's up, my dearest? <laughs> Just after that whole conversation. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. Huh? <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm putting a win down for Digimon World unless someone has objections. Uh, well, I was just I was just gonna say that even though I am going for Digimon, uh, this one looks like it has lots of like Tamagotchi like uh, functions to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like feeding it, training it, fighting, putting right. it to sleep, and uh, also <laughs> letting it go to the toilet. Oh, yeah. You don't let it go to the toilet. It's going to go to the toilet whether you say so or not. And then it's going to yeah. turn into poop. Yeah, if you don't clean it up, it's poop. It just turns into poop. Putting it to sleep is the last thing you do with it. <laughs> anyway, I'm moving, I'm moving Raw down to number 472. Let's see here. Crystal, how does Raw compare to Fushigi no Umi no Nadia, a Sega Genesis adventure game inspired by the Studio Ghibli film? That's a Ghibli film, right? Uh, no, it is based on an anime series. series, The Secret of Blue Water, which I'm not... Right, no, it's a Hideaki Anno thing, right? I always get confused which yeah. like, oh. famous anime guy is behind Nadia. <laughs> mm. Sure, yeah, Miyazaki, Anno, Anno was, whatever. Was close to Miyazaki and stuff. Yeah. Uh, my vote is for Nadia. Okay, Chelsea. Nadia. Okay, uh, Graham. Sorry, I've forgotten what we were ranking. What's it up against? Uh, Fushigi no Umi no Nadia versus the Seven Spirits versus of Ra. Versus Seven Spirits of Ra. Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to give it to Fushigi no Umi no Nadia. Okay. And uh, Dan. Yeah, I'm going with Nadia too, just because just it yeah. looks more playable. Nadia takes it, and Ra moves down to 482. 
Uh, Dan, how's it compared to Scooby-Doo Unmasked, a PlayStation platformer starring everyone's favorite mystery-solving gang? A PlayStation? This looks like GameCube. Oh, you're right. You're right. It PlayStation well, it, 2. Well, it did have PlayStation 2 as well, but yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I'd probably go with uh, Scooby-Doo here, yeah. Okay. Uh, Graham. This, some, there's some lines in this description which have jumped out at me. <laughs> um, okay. You'll be as... visiting oh. many several worlds. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, including a Chinatown and a museum. Uh-huh. You will encounter various monsters like the Chinese zombie and the Black Knight, and the only way to get past sure. them is by et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, special costumes that give you special powers. For example, with the Kung Fu costume. I feel like this, either this, the writer of this spent a lot of time really was paying attention to certain Chinese cultural elements in this game, or maybe they are uh-huh. fronted in a very strange way that I frankly don't feel good about if we're fighting enemies that are just called things like the Chinese zombie. And I assume it's like, oh, I don't, I don't remember what those are actually called. Crystal, do you know? Uh, like ones like, like the, uh, oh, Jiangshi, oh, the I vampires, forget. the hopping. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume that's what they mean, the ones that like hop at you. I must assume. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is, yeah. Anyway, my assumption was that it was like some kind of villain, like some kind of villain that was actually on the show that they're tying into the video game. I yes, that's probably also part of it. Well, no, like if you look at the uh, first paragraph, all the it looks like all the uh, all the monsters are like uh, people who have been are probably people who have been uh, changed by this. Invention called Mubber. <laughs> sure. That make that makes costumes so real they literally become the actual monster. Uh, right, right. Uh, of course. I must say I'm and intrigued. Someone by has this. stolen the Mubber. I'm gonna give this one to Scooby Doo. Alright, Chelsea. Scooby. Alright. And Crystal. Scooby. Alright. Raw continues to drop to number four eighty seven. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Shrek 2 with the video game based on Shrek 2? Shrek 2. All right. Chelsea. Um, raw. Okay. Graham? Raw. And Dan. Hmm. I think I would rather play raw. Yeah. All right. Raw takes it and moves up to number 484. Uh, oh, hey, we talked about this game already. Uh, Dan, how does it compare to Sim Ant? Uh, Simant. All right, Dan or not Dan? Uh, Grant. Simant. Chelsea. Yes, yeah, Simant. All right, and Crystal. Simant. Simant takes it, and Raw moves down to number four eighty-five. Crystal, how's it compared to Sid Meier's Civilization Two, a game we placed on this episode? Civ Two. All right, Chelsea. Yeah, Civ Two. Grant. Yeah, yeah Civ Two. Dan. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to go with Civ 2. Great. Right back here. Uh, that moves it down. Uh, Dan, how's it compared to Zeus? <laughs> we talked about it already. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Zeus is better. Okay. Uh, Graham. Ra. <laughs> Chelsea, Zeus God versus Ra? God. Ra. <laughs> All right. And Crystal. Ra. All right. Ra takes it. Ra's better than Zeus, officially. <laughs> is war. Uh, the Seven Spears of Raw is placed at number 46, directly above Zeus, directly below Civ 2. All right, we've got one last game to talk about, and it is Namco High. Uh, this is a browser-based visual novel. Let's see what Moby oh, Games has to say about it. With the Homestuck yes. characters? Yeah. Namco High is a browser-based dating simulation where the player assumes the role of a new student at Namco High, 
a high school where all the students and faculty are characters from Namco video games, along with some other properties. Just the one other property, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the player is one of the cousins from the Katamari Damacy series. The game starts out with the player in detention, having terrorized campus with a giant Katamari. While in detention, the player has the option of talking with 18 other characters who have also been sent there. Talking to a character progresses that particular storyline with the possibility of initiating a romance with them. Though the player can talk to as many characters in detention as they want, the time they have to participate in after-school activities and date a character is limited to one per afternoon. After several days have passed, the character will be tasked with saving Pac-Man alongside the character of their choice, unlocking one of multiple endings. The roster and character the roster of characters includes Galica, yes, the actual ship, Lolo from Klonoa, Valkyrie, Anti-Bravo Man from Bravo Man, Meowki from Mappy, Donko from Tycho Drum Master, Albatross from Rolling Thunder, Nydia from Dragon Spirit, Mr. Driller, Blue Max from Sky Kid, Hiromi from Burning Force, Akio Matsuo, Amazona from Wonder from Wonder Momo, uh, Tyra from Genpei Tomaden, Tomare from Ordine, Richard Miller from Time Crisis, and Terezi Pyro, Jane Crocker, and Dave Sprite from the webcomic Homestuck. Some romance plot lines like Hiromi and Mr. Driller are only available through add-on packs that must be purchased. <laughs> While the characters will still appear in the game, the player cannot pursue a romantic relationship oh, with them. Man. On February 18, 2014, it was announced that Shifty Look was closing its doors along with several of their properties, including Namco High, with the last day of service being June 30th. So you can no longer play Namco High. I'm sure there's, like, someone downloaded it and re-uploaded it somewhere, but uh, officially it's a dead game. Yeah, that sure was a shifty look. If I remember right, this was written by Andrew Hussey, right? That's why the Homestuck characters are there? Yeah. Well, partially, so at least. Partially, According yeah. to the credits here, Andrew Hussey is creative director and original concept is his credit. Head writer okay. is uh, Ananth Panagaria, who primarily wrote uh, the Johnny Wander webcomic, uh, okay. which I okay. have yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, read periodically and have not disliked uh, was, you know yeah. I, I like it well enough and also uh, two other credited writers are Magnolia Porter whose work I'm not familiar with oh uh, well the they uh, have also worked on uh, Undertale they're thanked okay. in Undertale they wor did some art on Deltarune and uh, have a credit on Lady Killer in a Bind as well um, and, okay. and Brian Clevenger who writes 8-bit oh, theater yeah, yeah, yeah. and also uh, Atomic, Atomic Robo, Robo, a comic I yeah. love. Um, so yeah, I yes. am uh, weirdly interested in this. Um, yeah, I, mean, I played Namco <laughs> High when it was available. It's fun. It's cute. Yeah. Uh, like the teacher that you get in trouble with is King from Tekken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Good. Yeah. 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 And all okay. he does is roar at you. Oh, good. And then, like, every uh, plot line always ends with you, like, sad and not sure what to do, and Pac-Man, who is, like, 8-bit Pac-Man, not, uh -huh. like, you know, arms and legs Pac-Man, just comes up and tells you to believe in yourself, and that's the push you need to ask your oh, crush out. That's good. I like that. Except if you try to date the Homestuck characters, he tells you don't be true to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Noelle Stevenson did some art on this as well. That's crazy. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I, would, I would play this if it was available somewhere. Uh, yeah. yeah. Would if I could. Yeah. It I, is available. Oh? Unofficially. Ah, sure. Yeah, okay. You just Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think it is fun for what it is. Mm -hmm. I love Cousin. He's so cute. They're so cute. Excuse me. Yeah. All right. 
I like this, this screenshot of Dave Sprite saying, okay, so this is the part where I catch you up to speed on what would have happened if you picked me for the first event. And the caption underneath is, Dave Sprite is still overly self-aware of how this game works. <laughs> so. Yeah, Dave Sprite's whole bit in that is he understands that he's in a romantic uh, visual novel. I, and uh, yeah. he's like an existential crisis about it. And you have to like convince him to like just love, love life, even if it's fictional. Hey, should I, while we're on the topic, should I finish Homestuck? <laughs> Where'd you stop? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> if I can't tell you where, which, that's probably which one, not a which good. Did you stop in Homestuck 1 or Homestuck 2? Well, yeah, I mean, Homestuck 2 happened after Homestuck, so I assume not in Homestuck no, 2. No, I didn't, I didn't make it to the end of Homestuck. Uh, How many trolls were there when you stopped? Too many. Um, okay, that doesn't narrow it down. Okay. How, how many trolls were left? Do you remember? <laughs> that's a good... I like that phrase. Remember the act number. Had you uh, met Caliborn yet? Met who? Caliborn? Yes, yes, I'd met Caliborn. Okay. Okay. Did you go through the big, long, like, walk-around sequence where you talk to all the troll ancestors? Yes. I. Okay, did I you go through the part five. where, like, they lose and everybody dies? Don't think so. Well, spoiler alert. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> Uh, uh, there, I will say, based on trying to orient where you are, I think there's a lot of good stuff ahead of where you stopped. There's also some real bad stuff. Bad in in what sense? Bad in domestic abuse is a fun thing to make jokes about, huh? Oh. Mm -hmm. hmm. Honestly, if you're going to go through uh, Homestuck, just you know, listen to the podcast that Luke and everyone else did. Well, yeah, at this point, it would be, you'd have to listen to the Molly and Ashley track. They're the only ones who actually finished. <laughs> That's true, yes. Man, actually recorded the whole thing, and then my hard drive got corrupted, and we lost it all. Oh, well. Oh, that's what, oh, that's what happened. Okay. <laughs> In this game, you can date a bird named Blue Max, who's a blue bird in a bomber jacket. Yeah. You know what I'm mad about? Huh. When, they, when this game first came out, they were selling a shirt that had, like, I and then the Galica ship, uh, It... And I didn't understand what that shirt was supposed to mean. <laughs> oh. for, but like, and, and by the time I realized what it, it's supposed to mean, I ship it. Yeah. I really wanted that shirt, and they weren't selling it anymore. Oh man, <laughs> um, Blue Max is extremely cool. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, figure out where Namco right. High belongs on this list. We're starting at number three twenty-seven. Uh, Crystal, how does Namco High compare to? Let's see here. Uh, Final fight for the SNES. The home port of the hit arcade brawler, but you can't play as Guy in this version because the SNES didn't have enough RAM for three whole characters. <laughs> Namco High. Or not RAM, like memory, I guess, whatever. Uh, all right, Chelsea. Namco High. All right, Graham. Namco High. And Dan. <sighs> yeah, I'll give it to Namco. Great. Uh, that moves us up to number 163. Dan, how does Namco High compare to Bayonetta, the smash hit character action game where you play as a sexy fuck witch that summons dragons out of her hair. A sexy hair fuck witch. Yes. Hmm. Has somehow woven a leather bodysuit out of her hair. Yeah, that, mm, with like accessories. Legs that go literally all the way up. Yeah, they do. Yes. <laughs> go further up than arguably they ought to. Yes. Like a bird. Hmm. 
This is actually a very tough decision. Can you come back to me? Yeah, sure. Graham? Bayonetta. All right, Chelsea? Um, Bayonetta. All right, that's two for Bayonetta. Uh, Crystal? Bayonetta. All right, Dan, coming back to you. Yeah, I'll give it to Bayo. Yeah, Bayonetta takes it. Do we think Bayonetta 3 is ever coming out? Uh, yeah, eventually. They'll, they'll, they'll do it at some point. Yeah, 2 did well enough. I think they'll definitely do it. Yeah. All right, moving down to 247. Crystal, how does it compare to Sonic Unleashed, the game where Sonic the Hedgehog sometimes turns into a werewolf? And I think the running parts oh, of it are actually pretty good, but the rest of it, not so much. Sorry, the more Sonic furry Unleashed. One. Sorry, what'd you say, Dan? The more furry one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, Namco. Okay. Uh, Dan? Yeah, I'll go with Namco. Okay. And Graham. Namco. All right. Namco High takes it and moves up. Dan, how does it compare to number 206? Ray Tracers, a cool arcade racing game for the PlayStation 1 where you got to, like, drive over water in order to fight helicopters in a sports car. Huh. That, that's got some, uh, some Blade Force vibes to it. Yeah, a little bit. Hmm. I think Ray Tracers. Okay, that's one for Ray Tracers. Uh, Graham? Namco. Right, Chelsea, you've posted some art from Namco High. I do like this art. Yeah, I have a couple uh, screenshot saves from when I played. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool, yeah. It's a pretty good game. The Amazonia one, they just become like her like personal, like helping her with her schedule because she's way too busy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Chelsea, is that a vote for Namco? Ray Tracers. Okay. Uh, and Ch Crystal. Namco. And Dan, sorry, how'd you vote? Uh, I went with Ray Tracers. All right, that is a tie, I think. No, Graham, you voted Namco, right? Namco, yeah. Yeah, all right. Namco wins and moves up to 185. Crystal has to compare to Shuffle 15. What the fuck is Shuffle 15? What the fuck is Shuffle 15? I remember Shuffle 15 being bad. What number is this? Shuffle 15 looks like a completed... Oh, it's like a reverse crossword puzzle. <laughs> what the f... Oh, what my. number is Shuffle 15? What? 185. Pretty high up for a game no one can remember. Yeah, it looks like a completed crossword <laughs> puzzle with all the columns scrambled. There's a list of words to the left, and you need to drag and drop the letters around to recreate the finished puzzle. <laughs> okay. I feel like you were a proponent of Shuffle 15, Crystal. I, I remember nothing about this game. <laughs> How do you vote? Uh, Namco High. All right. Uh, Graham? Namco High. Okay. Chelsea? Uh, Namco. Okay. And Dan? Like, it, mm. uh, I, was, I was just, this should be a shuffleboard game. Yeah. Really? But anyway, Namco, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Namco moves up to number 175. Uh, let's see here. Dan, how's it compared to Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix, the Xbox 360 port of the uh, arcade puzzle fighting game featuring all your favorite Street Fighters? That one. All right, so, Graham. Namco. It's one for each. Chelsea. Namco. Uh, Crystal. Namco. All right, Namco takes it. And moves up to number 170 in the home stretch now. Uh, Crystal, how's it compared to Image Fight 2 Operation Deep Striker? It's a shmup. I don't know what to tell you. 
You fight a giant brain at some point. Namco High. Image fight. It's one for Namco High. Uh, Graham. Uh, Namco. Chelsea. What's that man's again? Uh, Image Fight 2, Operation Deep Striker. Namco. Okay, and Dan. Uh, I'm going to go with Namco, I think, yeah. Yeah, Namco takes it and moves up to number 167. Uh, Dan, how's it compared to Dine Terheim? Why is this so high? It's like an animal shelter management game that we know nothing about. I remember this one. Yeah. It seems like one of those uh, uh, Dark Horse ones that everyone just kind of yeah. Um, latches on to. I know I think something. I used to have box art on Moby Games, but it doesn't anymore. I know something about it because I was the one who placed it on yeah. my Rogue episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were you and Crystal weren't there for that. See, that's why you don't remember it. I see, I see. Not that I know that much to begin sure. with. Sure. Anyway, yeah, Dan, Dan, Dein Tierhein or uh, Namco? I'm going to go with when I can actually see anything about Namco. Okay, Graham? Namco. Probably Google Pictures. Chelsea. Namco. Crystal? Namco. Namco takes it unanimously and moves up uh, to number 166. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to the Lego Movie video game, a video game based on the Lego Movie? Namco. All right, Chelsea? Um, Namco. All right, Graham? Namco. I'm pushing this thing all the way. Yeah, and Dan. You know what it is. <laughs> Namco. All right. Namco High moves up for one final placing. No, two final placings. The algorithm messed up. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Dan, how's it compared to The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, the motion-controlled Zelda adventure where you and your very helpful sword fight against the first incarnation of evil in the land of Hyrule? <laughs> Huh. This was part of my uh, vandalism. <laughs> oh, right. You vandalized all the Zeldas in protest of Spirit Tracks getting to number one. <laughs> you picked up. Oh, yeah. Dan, cool. Skyward Sword or uh, Namco High? Uh, I never actually played Skyward Sword, so Namco. Okay. Graham? <sighs> I like Skyward Sword more than a lot of people do. Yeah. I feel like. Uh, or maybe more people like it than I think, but I, I maybe the ones who don't like it are just more vocal. Um, hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with Skyward Sword on this one. Okay, that is one for each. Chelsea. Skyward Sword. All right. Uh, Crystal. Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword takes it, and uh, Namco High moves down for one final game. Crystal, how's it compared to Ghost Dream? We've talked about it already. Ghost Dream. Uh, Graham. Namco. Chelsea? Namco. And Dan. Namco. Namco takes it and is placed number 165, directly above Ghost Dream, directly below The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Congratulations for getting to the top 200. Namco High. <laughs> yeah, the only the, the only game to make it that high this this episode? Uh, I, no, because uh, fucking uh, Blade Force almost made the top 100. Yeah, oh. Blade Force uh, yeah, it was like 105, acquitted itself. I think. 104, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wasn't paying attention to that one. That's fair. <laughs> All right, with that, we have placed five more games. This one took a while, huh? <laughs> I mean... Really a two-hour one this that. time. Not that more than usual on if we adjust. Yeah, if we subtract all the time we spent on <laughs> come on COVID-19, I guess, yeah. 
Let's take a quick look at the bottom and top 10. In our bottom 10, at number 651, Tommy's Air Shark. Number 652, Mega Mind, the Blue Defender. Number 653, Under Zero. Number 654, Asphalt. Number 655, Accordion Hero. Number 656, Minion Pregnancy. Number 657, Time of Silence. I'm gonna tell you right now, we don't have time for this. Chelsea, please. This is the Time of Silence. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's one called Mighty Jill. Alright, fucking, come on. Number 658, <laughs> Lucky Charms Memory Machine. Number 659, Mecha Nika. And number 660, the worst game of all time, South Park, The Stick of Truth. Sorry, what were you saying, Dan? There's a game called Mighty Jill Off. Yeah. 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 It was mm. a Fabby nominated game for uh -huh. the 2000s. Okay. Uh, Best yeah. game of yeah. the 2000s, according to Fabby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, meanwhile, our top 10. Number 10, Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures. Number 9, Portal 2. Number 8, Emergency Call Ambulance. Number 7, Starcraft. Number 6, Bug Fables, The Everlasting Sapling. Number 5, <laughs> Pathologic. Number 4, Outer Wilds. Number 3, Undertale. Number 2, Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door. And number one, still the greatest game of all time to our knowledge, Barbie Horse Adventures Wild Horse Rescue. Out of curiosity, how, how angry was that one guy from the live show at Barbie Horse Adventures? You know, he was... Everything was silenced by the crowd. That mob demanded Barbie Horse Adventures at number one, and we had to give it to them. <sighs> Luke, do you remember the one back in the days where you were still reading the entire list because there weren't... I do! on it, where you kept starting over because me and someone else kept pissing you off by talking about something unrelated. <laughs> yes, interrupt yes, you I do. You just go back to this start. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, 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 hate to, I hate to just be that. the one who's sitting around just doing the, hey, you remember when this thing happened. But, uh, oh, yeah, I, sure, the I, good old days of Let's Play. Yeah, place. it was, you know, look how far you've come. I think I threatened at some point or another that once we hit a thousand games, I'll release an episode that's just me reading the list. I have, I do recall having heard you say that in the past, so um, yeah. I'll hold you to well, it. <laughs> I'm more than halfway there. I'm almost two thirds there. Uh, anyhow, uh, Dan, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I don't know, just my uh, Twitter, I guess. Um, sure. Beardo underscore Maximus. That's about All right. it. Great. Uh, Graham, how about you? Uh, no, I'm not on any any um, public facing social media that I would care to name right now. I would say uh, I was once on a podcast on this very network called All Along the Watchtower. We, we were rewatching the DC animated universe uh, before life happened to all of us and it sort of fell apart. But I, I still stand yeah. by the work that we did. And I still, if you want to hear <laughs> some people talk about uh, the DCAU, um, you could go listen to that. I was, I was very gratified to uh, a while back to drop into the, the, um, the Discord channel for for our show and still see people in there chatting about DCAU stuff and it was really yeah. heartwarming to me as long as there's a place where people can talk about the DCAU. Something that nowhere else on the internet is talking about. <laughs> uh, I'm glad. DCAU fans are so silenced. Yeah. Really, oh yeah. Really, really repressed. Um, yeah. So that's it for me. Chelsea, you want to plug anything? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nitspecifus and uh, you can find a link to a said Discord, Audio Entropy Discord, on the Audio Entropy Twitter. It's the pinned, pinned tweet, it should be. Uh, and also, uh, it's a few months early, but uh, look out for our Extra Life stream this uh, this coming November. Hell yeah. Ooh, cool. 
You gotta start making plans for that. Uh, Crystal, you wanna plug anything? Either Arcane Crystal. All right. As for me, oh. you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other podcasts I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as uh, Totally Reprise, which has just completed. By the time you listen to this, we will have completed our mini series, The Loveliest Reprise of All, covering Over the Garden Wall. Uh, we also recently finished uh, The Reprisoner, covering The Prisoner, a good ass show. Ah, yeah. Shit. Great mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Uh, you can also find uh, Eidolon Playtest, an actual play podcast I run, uh, which has two different campaigns releasing in alternating weeks, one inspired by JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and the other inspired by Persona, all done to playtest the game that me and my friend Molly have written called Eidolon Become Your Best Self. It's a good podcast. It's a good game. You can go to patreon.com slash Playtest and subscribe in order to get early episodes and an early copy of the game, even though we're still working on it. It's pretty good. Uh, that's it for me. Let's do some sign-outs here. Uh, Chris, so give us a sign-off. Two episodes of Rankin' Hell Games. <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, always do a gauge swatch. All right. Uh, Graham. I didn't realize I had to prepare something for this. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, good night and good luck. Dan. Uh, may I suggest that the next one does uh, six games because you're almost at that magic number. Mm. That's true. That's true. Cannot break the format. Right, well, until next time, COVID-19 can <laughs> for hell. If you know what I mean, it's a virus that's very infectious. Uh, I can't find any toilet paper. Rhyme the mean. Uh, it sure is mean. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Let's Place. <laughs> I thought I told you not.